Alright, uh, hey everybody, welcome back to the DNR Podcast. I am, I'm Ron Kane. I'm Damian Robinson. And we are back for another week. Yes, episode 83 in the books. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. I know, did you just snort cocaine? I saw you fidget with your nose. No, I just going. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, you know how I get I gotta do a little bump before we do this. Hey, that's how we bring the energy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of energy and teeth grinding. Oh right? yeah, man. Yeah. So what's good, bro? Uh, I got a lot of comedy still ahead of me this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You do. Me, I'm taking it the fuck easy. That, I think I do got a show this weekend, though. So yeah. I'm, finally, <laughs> I'm, fi- I'm finally booked, ladies and gentlemen. I finally got a booking. I'll be uh, opening up for a wizard at some vegan house in Carlisle. Oh, is that this week? Yeah, okay. the 12th is this weekend. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, this month is rolling fast. Yeah. Shout out to Black History Month. You know, we like to keep things quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we run a 40 yard dash when it comes to our month. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, for some reason, I keep thinking it's like the beginning of February. Yeah. yeah. It's practically well, it, almost it, like the middle. It's our halfway point. We're, we're at one quarter. Yeah. Today's the seventh. There's only 28 days. So yeah. so we just we just finished one fourth of the football game. First quarter's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you feel about uh, working with a magician? Yo, man, it's gonna be weird. But I'm I can only think of uh, the Patton Oswalt. That's what I was yeah, saying, bro. <laughs> like like it's gonna. I want someone to piss this this fucking wizard off. Like I want I want this warlock to be like. Like for every joke, you know what I'm saying. I want him to be pissed doing every joke. You yeah. know and it was saying? only for five dollars too. Yeah, he <laughs> got okay. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> if if y'all if y'all don't know what we're talking about, y'all gotta look this up. It's, it's Patton Oswald. He talks about a, a opening up for a, a magician somewhere in like West Virginia or some shit like that for for only five dollars. And this is like this is what comedy is about because. When you're only getting paid five dollars to travel across state lines to do comedy, that back then that's a half a tank of gas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he probably rolled out with a half a tank of gas, and, and, and that five dollars was his half a tank to get back home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but as Patton says, you know, he was getting paid seventy dollars. Yeah, and Patton was only getting paid twenty. Yeah, that night, yeah, so. what I mean, so, so <laughs> no, I think he like. He got he he had to take a pay cut. The, the the magician had to take a pay cut. Yeah, both up, but yeah. it was only five dollars. Yeah, was the pay cut. Yeah, and <laughs> oh man, yo, like that, that's fucking hilarious. Like I don't know how much I'm getting paid for this show, but if I have to take a pay cut, I'm making sure the warlock takes a pay cut too. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> make that money appear. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, before we get started, uh, we thank everyone for listening. Please leave Hell us yeah. a. Leave us a five star on uh, anywhere, you know, Apple. Just or, leave us a great review. That's all we ask. Yeah. You know what I mean? It don't have to be five star. It could be four and a half, four and three quarters. We, we'll, we'll take the fucking uh, star search ratings, you know, four and a quarter stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just leave us a good rating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, shout out to A Boy in His Fridge yes. uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are off this week, and uh, we appreciate the shout out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, check out what they do. Yeah, they're a good podcast. That's that's uh, Michael Donald, Manny Santiago, two two cool, funny dudes on the scene, man. Real good dudes, man. And uh, they work hard, so check out their podcast, man. A Boy in His Fridge. I'm on a couple episodes, and it's a great podcast, so please check that out. And while we're on that subject, let's talk about, uh, since, I mean, locally, everyone's talking about this, uh, 
the open mic on Thursday at the Comedy Zone. Yeah, bro. The yeah. good, the good weird mic that night. Yo, that shit. Like that's. Let's talk about the. Let's let's do the build up before. All right, all right. I mean, shit. First of all, I gave Payne my hosting duty that night. Yes. Like, that's why Payne was hosting. I gave him my night because he's getting ready to probably go to jail. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be nice and throw my boy a bone. Yeah. You know what I'm hey, saying? And not for killing anybody. He's yeah, nah. DUIs, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been racking them up like motherfucking. He's been racking them up like Jordan. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. And he's not going to, like, a hard penitentiary. Nah, he's probably going to do, like, 60 days in or some shit. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> nah, it's, it's cool, bro. It's cool now. Nah. So, you know, like, so I gave him, I gave him, you know, my, my hosting thing for the night and everything like that. And, you yeah. know, he was appreciative. I kept the money, though. Yeah. I'm going to put that on his book. So I'm going to be nice and put that on his book so he gets some commissary. Yeah. So he ain't got to beat no dicks or, 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 or get his butt pussy taken advantage of. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to look out for my man, Payne. Got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man. So, like, like I, I did that and, like. I was going in and out of the room all night, though. So, like, I remember I remember a few times, like, I had to ask him to shut up. Like, comics all night well, at the beginning. All right, let's back up a little bit before we even get that far. Yeah. Uh, so, I just want to... Payne did a great job at hosting yeah, that night. Yeah, and, he did. Yeah, I've, my only critique of Payne, Payne, you can't do that much fucking material between comics. yeah. Like keep it going, you know what I mean. Keep it going, keep it keep it moving in between comics. Man. Yeah, when he had his quick one liners, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, but then you know he did he was the, getting into like two minute sets. You know like, what I mean? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. and with that many people. Yeah, you want to be rapid fire, but he did a he did a magnificent job hosting. Man, it was it was fun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And the other thing about the uh, the room on Thursday night, it was fucking hot. Well, it was hot because of. It was already a charged atmosphere. Well, yeah, but you, you know, with the amount of people in there, it that's was what great. I'm saying. Like, like there were people out at the bar. Like, yo, I heard there's open mic. I'm going in, and I'm like, oh shit! Like, people are hype about open mic comedy. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm was... saying? So, <laughs> so like, I was watching like a group of seven, a group of eight. Then that, then that group of six came in. So it was like. All these, all these people starting to flock in there, and I'm like, oh shit! Like we gonna have a fucking one of those nights. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It was gonna be one of those, one of those. Anything can happen nights, and anything happened that night. Yeah, you know and what, what, what made it great, even better, because there were so many people. Because the pe- what past three weeks, that room was like a fucking. It was morgue. dry. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah. It was either just comics and a few audience members, mm. but other than that, it was just fucking cold. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was like heavy lifting every time you went up there. Yeah, but it was. It, it, but but that's what comedy is about, though. Yeah, it's about lifting. It's about pushing through the grind, and it's about just getting your shit out. But that night, man, that crowd was fucking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yes. And <laughs> I kind of want to get straight to it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Yo, I, I just got to. You know, we got to do the setup. Nah, we got to do the setup for the punch. <laughs> you do the punch, and then the setup comes <laughs> after, bro. Uh, there was there was three people like there, there it was a whole table that was kind of loud but it was just mainly three people it was some gay dude with dreadlocks in a Adidas suit a white girl and you know she I heard I, she's Spanish and a black chick and they just wouldn't shut the fuck up wouldn't shut the fuck up Manny's doing his set they called him a faggot 
yeah, during they, the set. Yeah, they heckled uh, they, Sarah. Yeah, like they was going at everybody, and it's like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like this isn't a professional show. We're we're all striving to be comedians. That when you come up there, I, I wanted them to heckle me, yo. Like you know me, yeah. I'm either going to run you out of existence, or I'm gonna put the microphone in the stand and come off and start slapping y'all. Yeah. And I can do a three on one. Like that's that's when the odds are in my favor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I wonder too, like if it would have got that far. If say like someone like yourself or like uh, O'Donnell yeah. would have been earlier in the lineup, yeah. because I'm sure if like you or him were up there, it probably definitely would have stopped. Yeah, that. yeah, we 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 shut shit down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We two people that listen, shut the fuck up. And if I gotta tell you shut the fuck up again, I'm gonna show you why you need to shut the fuck up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if like they they were they were the shut the fuck up people yeah you know what I'm saying like like Greg was saying shut the fuck up I told him shut the fuck up uh, even some dude who comes there to watch comedy was sitting back at the black table well yeah I mean you had people telling him to shut the fuck up there the other people around him the entire time going like shh yeah they're quiet like, down even the other three people to the left of them were like shut up yeah you know like the dude was like yo sh- you gotta shut up you know and they were i don't gotta do nothing man and i'm like yo like so i'm also so when when it goes down i guess uh because i had to go get pain and tell pain top one and pain to tell them you know tell them to shut the fuck up you know so pain did that on stage where he was up there like yo the only thing that should be in your mouths is is food uh, something else or my dick, and everybody was like, "Yo," you know what I'm saying. So Paint Paint did a good job of attempting to shut it down. Yeah, but they just don't know how to shut up because they were getting fucking hammered. They were getting so fucking saucy, bro. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's the bartender's fault because who knows? One of them chicks might have had some shit inside their purse and was goop 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 just kept going. You know what I'm saying? But I was outside the room. And then I came in and saw every comedian surrounding these motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so you got to explain to me what happened at that moment. Because you were in the room still, right? Yeah, because I was... Uh, that happened on the other side of the room. and On, I, on the black side. <laughs> yeah, on that side. Yeah. Uh, then I was on the other side because I was uh, getting ready to go up shortly. Because... Uh, Everything went down when uh, Pat George was on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pat is like two minutes into his and set. And he, he just powered through like yeah. a professional. Then they were still getting noisy. Then I think there was some kind of... Alt- At that point, I think Payne had went and got Todd. Or someone had told Todd, like, you got to come in here yeah. to remove these people. Then she got loud again. Then... The comics, I didn't see what quite happened. The comics got involved, but then when Todd was there, that's when things, she really started making a scene. Because Todd's yeah. like, get your shit together. Yeah. Or you got to go. Yeah. And she did not like that. Well, what the fuck she supposed like? Then from there, it just, it was a complete fucking melt. Because I heard somebody grab pain. One of them tried to grab pain. Well, what happened from what I heard, I didn't see that, but apparently the guy... The guy that was with her put his hand out like yeah. this to Payne. Yeah. And Payne just, like, smacked you, him down. Like, as you should. The, yeah, Karate like, chopped the fuck out of that Yeah, arm. it's like, get the fuck off, Yeah. And so Pat's on stage. So now that all these people are standing up, everyone's surrounded the table. Yeah. Todd is, like, 
Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Because that's when I came back in. Yeah. Like, I came back in to, like, everybody surrounding. So, I like, my, my, my instinct is, is I don't care if I really don't like that comic. We have a brotherhood. I'm, I'm going to protect you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I was ready to come in and just start swinging for the fences. But I know y'all wouldn't have backed me up. Y'all would have just broke your cameras <laughs> out and been like, yo, world star this, world star that. As I'm beating up two women and a gay dude, well, basically three women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was my initial instinct, just come in and start swinging for the fences. Yeah. Because I got two hoodies. I could easily go switch out and come back in as somebody else. Yeah. No, it, it, it was good on everybody because everyone in the comedy. It showed a band of brothers. Yeah, everyone yeah. stepped up. I mean, yeah. comics sticking up for one another, which was great. And I think. I'm not certain, but I think there's audience members too. Like, yeah, yeah, there was audience members in there so too. So it, it was good because it, it united everybody in a front yeah. against a fucking major asshole that was ruining everybody's night. That's right. why everyone. It's like that scene in Airplane. Yeah, where, where the, they all take turns slapping the yeah, chick. And yeah, and they shoot with a line going down hell the plane. Yeah. They got fucking Numb pads. Tucks and, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, bro. It was just like that. It should have been like it. that. We should have all fucking took turns getting the hit in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And while all that was going on, all this altercation, that's when George was on stage, yeah. Pat George. And, you know, good on Pat. He, you know. Just powered through it. Yeah, set. he weathered through the storm and just kind of had some fun with it. Yeah. Then things settled down. Well, he didn't have fun with it because he just kept doing his regular material. He didn't yeah. even address the, yeah. the shit that was going on. I mean, for what was going on. He I would have been addressing <laughs> the shit like, like fucking. No, he, he was. He was I, making I'm, the here I'm and there. talking ringside announcer at a boxing match, yeah. bro. You know what I'm saying? And then the left hook came in. Bam. <laughs> John Madden, I'd have been drawing little squiggly lines over top yeah. of people. Like, as I'm taping it, drawing squiggly lines. Because this shit, bruh, I wanted them to get fucked up so bad. Yeah. It's so, just, I didn't want to be the one to start it. And when I saw that it was starting, like, that's when my adrenaline was going. My dick started getting hard because I was ready to fucking fight, bro. Yeah. I was ready to go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, after all that altercation, everyone, you know, getting loud and yeah. stuff. Because that went on for probably for a good five minutes. Yeah. Then, t- then Todd got him out. Yeah. And then after that point, then uh, Casey went up after Pat. And it was still a weird energy yeah, in the room. but the mic was hot, bro. Yeah, it was still pretty good at that point. And I got, and Casey, uh, you know, Casey went up. And at that point, I was next. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, no one has said anything. It's like I've been given a gift. Yeah. So, and it was because I went up there and I addressed that motherfucker right away. Yeah. It's like a, a good half, a minute and a half of my set that night. Yeah. It was just that. Yeah. So, you know, she, you know, she was a bitch, but, you know, <laughs> I thank her because I had a great set that night. Cause oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was three of them. You got to thank all yeah. three of them. Yo, shout out to those three dickheads. Hope you never come back. Yeah. But I hope you make someone else's mic a living hell. Oh, and and, and we was also getting called racist and shit in there. Like, the the, the, the dude pulled up his phone and started taping everybody yeah, around Yeah, I seen them. that. I seen it. And he was like, I'm going to be famous on Tic Tac. And it's like, it's Tic Tac, motherfucker. Like, I wanted, I wanted to say the F word. Because they called Manny the F word. And clearly Manny is not. He was doing his joke about... Uh, the pineapple cum joke. Yeah. Which is a funny joke, but 
assholes are going to be assholes, and I'm glad we got they they got thrown the fuck out. Yeah, I think Sarah actually got it the worst out of anybody. Yeah, yeah. Because they threw a pretty bad insult at her. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You you can't go worse than than, than faggot, bro. Well, I mean, for Sarah, you know, because they hit her weight, you know. Yeah. That's what they went after. Yeah. And so, yeah. And they, they, that kept, that went on for a little bit, too, because Sarah had, like, a little bit of exchange with them. Yeah. I mean, as you should. Yeah. Defend yourself. Yeah, but. You know, protect yourself at all times. But other than those, uh, those bastards being there. Yeah. It was an incredible night yeah. for, I think, everybody. Yeah, man. Yo, it was just a fun night, man. Fun night, bro. Like, I, I wish we could relive that night every fucking open mic <laughs> across the United States. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hecklers at every open mic. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, uh, then this weekend I hosted at the Comedy Zone. Yeah, you broke your cherry. Yeah. You broke your cherry. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, that was an interesting weekend too. It's well, here's here's what I'm gonna tell you. Your first night, you did good. Your second night, I knew he was picking you apart. Yeah. I knew he was picking you apart. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck, I gotta I gotta get you out and, and let you know what he's about to do. Yeah, Be- but when, yeah, and with all that, even when it was all said and done and I yeah. actually got to talk to him. Yeah. It was it was nothing it was nothing big. Well, he's really non-confrontational. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's been plenty of times where things are going down and and he's like, "Go get Todd." You know what I'm saying? Like I, I like I thought he was going to have a go get Todd moment on you. Yeah. Like that's how non-confrontational he is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit, man. I I hope you don't mess up your fucking your, your chance to come back by just talking to him because who knows how yeah. he would have took it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, no, no. The contrary was actually everything was fine, yeah. and he was just he ex- just was ex- telling me he was like, "This is." He's like, "You know, I thought this was too much," but then I explained to him. I was like, "Well, no, you, this is what you told me I could do." Yeah. And really, this joke fits in the confines of that. Yeah. Now I did tell him. I was like. All right, if you don't want that for like next time, yeah, fine. Yeah, I won't. You know, I'm a, yeah. I can be professional. I'm not gonna fucking throw it in your face yeah. to be an asshole. No, I I dig it, bro. Like the reason why I get away with stuff while I'm hosting there is because I've been doing it there for seven years. So I I started off super clean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I progressed into myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So so he's he's had the the opportunity to 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 see me clean. A couple times, and then it was like I'm not bowing down to your shit anymore. I'm doing me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like that's what that's what it was. Is like they want you to be their mode for a couple shows, and then once you have a good rapport with them, you're free to go, bro. Yeah. You're free to go. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I get up there and, and I ball out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like that's that's basically what was what his whole mo is the more you the more he sees you and you work there the more he doesn't mind or doesn't even care that you go out yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and after it's all said and done and like i, I talked to him it's like it's all water under the bridge yeah. it, was, it was nothing even serious yeah. at all anyway nah, my, was, my first time i got cussed out yeah i mean well, i got reamed yeah well he, he was it was nothing like that it was just a 
kind of a, just a disagreement. Yeah, no, nah, he, he was ran, like, "Well, he, this is too." Let's like, "Well, he ran me out." Yeah, like no, my I didn't first get time hosting. He, yeah. he, like I told you where he was going to pick you apart. Yeah, and I said basically how he was going to say it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it was it was exactly what I was saying outside of outside, you know, in the lobby or whatever to you. I was like, yo, he's going to say this. He's going to say that. He's going to say this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just be prepared. And and as we're talking, here he comes. Yeah. Hey, no, 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 no. You don't do that. You don't go blue. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. I thought he was going to give me some time. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's why I was confused at first. Like, blue? Yeah. I did, uh, what? Bro, I didn't even know what blue was <laughs> when he first told me I was blue. Yeah. You know, I'm like, blue, I'm I'm a black man. Like, like yeah. in my head, I'm like, but I, I didn't I didn't say anything back because it was my first time hosting. But my first time hosting was a fucking clusterfuck because Keith Paradise, who used to book the hosts, was like, yo, uh, just give me 10 clean, bring up the comic, do like a minute in between, and then bring up the headliner who's who's Raymond Amish comic. So when I get there, Raymond Amish comic don't even have a fucking feature act. So Keith Hanshaw tells me, you need to do 30. Bro, I'm only two years in. I ain't got 30, like, clean. You know what I'm saying? I wrote 10 clean because that's what that was my obligation. Yeah. So I did 10 minutes clean material. And then I, I said, listen, that's all the clean material I have for y'all tonight. And it took me a month to write this. Like I'm talking about, there was no talk about sex, no talk about whatever. I, yeah. I was basically jibber jabbing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I said, do y'all mind if I give y'all who I really am? The crowd erupts, bro. So I just went from the from the from the from the host to the feature act like that. Yeah. And I did twenty more minutes of like raw, pure. I'm just gonna say the funniest shit that comes to my head. Yeah. And it was killing. I mean, it it, it killed so much, Ron, that I took the mic off stage, forgot to bring him up on stage. He stomps his foot. I'm like, oh, shit, the microphone. I go back and I hand him the microphone. He was like, it's kind of hard to do comedy with no microphone. I said, yeah, Amish, you're not used to having electricity anyway. You'll figure it out. Yeah. So he's like, buy this man a beer because that was funny as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I go out. Keith comes out right behind me. No, 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 no. You don't go blue. Da, da, da. I'm like, the fuck is blue? Like, my name's Damien. Sir, you know what I'm like. I wasn't on a first name basis with him at that time. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, long story short, brother, the, the more the more times you host there, the more you can open up and be a little more raw or raunchier and everything like that. And there's no problem with it then because he actually knows your report. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean when it was all said and done, you like, s- yeah, like he said, I, he said I'm good and uh, yeah. He, and we, we hammered it out. We just yeah. it was just more of like what and, and he I, could, did, I didn't get a, a text message or anything back. You know, because yeah, well, you know, some people will be yeah. like, "Yo, you're good," and then go off and be like, uh-uh, and, and start yeah. dropping the DMs and shit. So it was all good. You had a good weekend. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That's what Keith told me. He's like, "Yeah, you know, it was good." He says, "I just thought this." It's like, "Well, I what?" And that's what and I told him. It's like, "Well, it was the confines of the of the material yeah, in which you yeah. was." Yeah, and. and 
And so we just had that little disagreement. So yeah. it's, it's not like I did a Tony Viagra and went up there and like, yeah, yeah. and, not, and like that. that's what he was expecting. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, yeah, you know. No, I got. I will say though, uh, I learned. Uh, uh, I learned a lot this weekend hosting there. Yeah, just you know, uh, it's a different type of animal. Yeah, it is a different. I mean, every, yeah, I mean, every room is a different type of animal. Yeah, but. The different type of animal, like I ran into both of them. Like the first night, I don't know. It, like when I went up and started host, there was probably like forty people in the room. Yeah. Then I think when it was all said and done, maybe that fifty. Yeah. But then second night was over two hundred. Yeah. Saturday night, it, that place was about sold out yeah. or sold out. It was it was two hundred and two hundred twenty three people. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that was a lot different because yeah. trying to get you know get everyone fucking calmed down and mm-hmm. ha- and how fucking loud and things are. So it, it just, it was good because it gave me... And you very- had a table full of uh, woo girls in the back yeah. for their birthday. Yeah, luckily they weren't up front. I, but it was like, it was like, here we go. We just have black people doing it. Now we got white people doing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm sitting in the back and I'm like, yo, y'all got to keep it the fuck down. Like, seriously, like... And isn't it horrible when you're up there and you're hosting or whatever and you have that one couple where the one, like, person just looks fucking miserable? That happens, (laughs) and you know what I do? Is I'll break them. I'll either break them or I won't acknowledge them at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did do a little crowd work with that guy. Yeah. And he... And I was like, hey, you know, you got these seats. And he said, yeah, it wasn't my choice. I'm like, <laughs> he was, it was just funny to see him through. Yeah. Uh, he loosened up during the yeah. show, fine, but a lot of times you see him, he's just. Eeyore. Yeah. Me, me, me. But, yeah. And I got to, we got to see that guy do that split on Friday, the drag queen. Yeah, that's all, that's always that's always crazy, bro. Like that drag show is always crazy. It's, it, it's, my balls still hurt thinking about that guy, bro. <laughs> it's because I've hosted uh, a couple times where I've had to like there was times where uh, I actually had to in, in, introduce the drag people and. People don't realize, like, they think that I'm standoffish about sexual orientation and all that. That's the furthest thing from me. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there mixing it up with them like I'm, I'm, I'm in the clique. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. every time they see me and, and I see them, yo, we have, we have a good conversation. We bust it up. Hey, how you been? Dap up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, look at you looking all fly tonight. You about to get all the money, huh? Like, I know them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't treat anybody... Any different than I would anybody else, regardless on who who they are. Yeah, and it's always a fun time, like sitting there talking with them and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a great time. Yeah, it was bro. A time. Like the night Greg Nolan threw some money at him, he was like, bro. He was like, it's just one of those things. I, I got hypnotized for a second. I'm like. <laughs> I, I, I saw that, bro. You know, like, I didn't know how to, like, because he, I mean, he's waving the money. He's like one of the people. It it was it was crazy. It I was mean, crazy. If, if you're going to put on, you know, the boots and the dress, I mean, yeah. I guess, you know, get your tips, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, but, it, but didn't I tell you, it, it makes you think about, like, are we in the wrong profession? Yeah. Like, let's just shave the beards and mustaches and throw on dresses and fake titties. 
and, and just lip sync to I'm coming out or some shit like that. Yeah. And you could walk away with two thousand dollars that night. Like yeah. there's so much money that flows around. You know, it would at be that drag show. It would be a, a neat conversation to talk with a a drag queen just to get their perspective on what they consider like a bad night or what are their bad nights like. Oh, I, listen. All right. Here's here's what's gonna happen. Um. The next the next month on on, on the, the next month first Friday, you want to do a podcast and I'll and I'll bring over one of them and we can sit down and yeah let's do that that I think that'd be that'd be interesting all right yeah, as long as the dates work out yeah let's do that yeah it's it's a, it's a first Friday yeah. first Friday just don't book nothing the first Friday of March okay yeah I don't think he's, I. He's, I, I Listen, I got I got like three dates in March. Yeah, already. ladies and gentlemen, he's already trying to cop out. He he, <laughs> he doesn't want Laura, his wife, to know that he's going to be sitting there trying to finger bang some 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some diva. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, we have like uh, two more things really to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about this Rogan shit for a little bit. Then, yeah, uh, yeah, if we have a little bit of time, just like some TV shows we're watching, or all something right, like that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so there's this shitstorm now, I guess, with Rogan because of past episodes of him saying the N-word. Then I guess the biggest thing, too, is the whole Planet of the Apes thing. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 here's my thing. All right. Uh, the Planet of the Apes shit is a little sus. That That's sus. Like, I, I, I can't get on board with that one. But the whole him saying the word nigger... He's only talking about Richard Pryor's That Nigger's Crazy album. Like, he's not saying the word nigger freely like everyone thinks he's saying the word nigger freely. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know because you got 70 episodes. And most of them are talking. He's talking about Richard Pryor, That Nigger's Crazy. Yeah, we'd have to, yeah but if and the other times because there's st- that still leaves he's, other times but when, he's not calling anybody a nigger. no no i know he's not and we he's, gotta play it, devil's advocate here so yeah but what i'm saying is like like i've seen those episodes he's not calling anybody a nigger he's not saying you know black people run around here acting like niggers or anything like that very true yeah. what he's saying is uh, is is he's he's talking about richard Pryor, pretty much all the time when he's saying it because that is the name of Richard Pryor's album. Is that niggers crazy? That's what he's talking about. Well, I, I think here's the, for me, for me, here's part of the other side to this. And he's also from Boston. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, I mean, you don't get much. Uh, yeah. No, I thought he's originally from Jersey. He's from Boston. No, he's from Jersey. He's from Boston. No, he's from New Jersey. He's Listen. He's from New Jersey, he and he born went in to Jersey. Boston. He was born in Jersey, but he was raised in Boston. No, I, I can swear. Go it's back. See, this is this is where <laughs> coming to listening to Rogan. He's from Boston. He started right, out in anyway. Boston. He he got his first job in Boston when he was first doing Taekwondo. That was in Boston. Yes. I, I, All that shit comes from his childhood youth in Boston. Yeah. Listen. It's, sometimes it's not where you're born, but it's where you cut your teeth at in life. Yeah. Like, I'm from Brooklyn, but I'm a Harrisburgian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're from Maryland, but you're a... Yeah, Pennsylvania. Goldsbury. Or, and, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not... Well, the, the, the other side, the side that I see to this is, like, you have, like, these people coming to defend him, which yeah. is fine, yeah. which makes sense. 
but at the same time, it's like, oh, we, you know, we got to save him. And at the same time, there are, like, there are fucking books being banned. Yay. And that, to me, is... He even, might just yeah, be that's just, that's even just, more critical. Yay. And because the other reason he... And I think the, the reason he's not getting canceled is is uh, because Spotify has so much money invested in him. Exactly. Because if they take him off, they still have to pay him. Well, see, here's the thing. If he never goes on Spotify and he stays on YouTube, he's still king of the fucking world. And he's still going to say what the fuck he's going to say. And it doesn't become a problem. Yeah. If he's still on YouTube, it's not a problem. Yeah. It's not a problem. None of this would have ever resurfaced and, and people wouldn't be coming at his neck like that. Yeah. YouTube would have pulled the episodes that they that 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 the misinformation, they would have pulled those but if, they, if they thought. Yeah, but he's also a victim of himself because yeah. he's been for the past year, you know, he's Acting. been yeah, yeah. He, he's been pushing hard on the conspiracies yeah. and he's the less right comic more fucking gimmicky. Yeah. And now he's like an Alex Jones Jr. where he's Adrenochrome. Yeah, you know, people don't look at him at, to, as a comedian anymore. They consider him like a, a like a social commentator. Well, that's kind of what his podcast is, though. It's social commentary. You yeah, know what but I'm saying? the thing with him is he's like uh, he always wants to run back and like, oh, I'm a comedian. It's yeah, like, you were. You yeah, you sort of are. I mean, you you, you are, but you ain't. Yeah, you not anymore. Because, yeah, and you chose that, so you might not like the game. But yeah. You're in that game now, so you better learn how to fucking play. Y- yay. But the the issue I see, what's really pissing me off is, like, these people are like, oh, we got to save them. But I don't see these same people, like, running. We got to save these books. Because that to him, it's like, he's going to, you know, whatever happens, you know, he's still going to be on Spotify or whatever. Yay. And, uh, but those books are still going to be banned. And... Are they going to be banned or, or, or like, like banned as in, as in how? Like you can't get them anymore? Or, or banned like from schools? The schools at first, but that's how it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it starts. But see, here's the thing. I can still go to the library and get Catcher in the Rye. You know, I can go on Amazon and buy Catcher in the Rye. You can. You for, know what I'm for saying? right now. But the, those are steps. And like the shit that's like happening with abortion. Like, yeah. You roll that back. And, like, when Trump was in office trying to roll back the libel laws. Yeah. So, you know what that would have meant? Like, if you go on Facebook and you start saying shit. Yeah. Then you could be sued personally. Yeah. But well, that's because Trump, Trump, Trump wants to throw the money around. But, uh, yeah, but it's no, just I, I know exa- I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Like, like it's, that's it's, what, it's starting to yeah. snowball effect to... To, to, to taking away things that actually make us American. Yeah, because... Free speech. Uh, because people are over choice. here trying to fight this dumb fight. Yeah. Just because retarded Rogan says, yeah. he says the N-word. Yeah. And maybe he made some off... Like, I don't think I don't think he's racist. Listen. But I'm, uh, he's I'm, got I'm a... I'm going to tell you a story. He's got friends to answer to. I mean, yeah. Chappelle's his friend. Bill Burr's friend. Yeah. This is his friend. This, and this, his this, wife this, is black. This is, this, is, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, yo. Like, all right. And this is and this is true. You go to a movie with a bunch of black people, you know there's gonna be talking and everything in the movie. It's gonna be it's gonna be people wilding out, talking to the screen. Cause I'm one of them people that used to be like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. gonna tell y'all this story about me, my friend White Brian, white boy Brian, 
and, 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 and my bro John. Jeepers Creepers just came out. The shit looked dope in the trailers. We get to the movie. The movie is not that fucking good. I yeah. start slaying the movie, and everybody in the theater is laughing and having a good time. Like, this is like my first comedy set where I do an hour and a half of just slaying this movie, and people are enjoying it. No one told me to shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I made the movie more enjoyable. If there's anybody out there that 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 comes across this podcast and you hear this part and you was you was at that movie theater that night, leave us a five star review because you know I'm telling the truth. Like we're gonna wild out at the movies, just like we're gonna wild out at comedy shows if the comedian ain't giving you what you want. You know what I'm saying? Black people are the hardest to entertain because we want you. We want that shit now. We've been waiting for 400 years for, for a lot of this shit, so we want it right the fuck now. It's Black History Month, so I'm just going to say how we feel. I know Joe Rogan is not racist, but at the same time, you can come off and sound racist, just like I can come off and sound racist. There's plenty of times where, where I'm like, I can't believe these white motherfuckers is doing this shit. Yeah. Am I racist? No. Like when Dylan Roof killed the nine people at that church. Here we go again. But no one talks. But when Dylan Roof goes in and does something like that, no one talks about uh, the atrocities of that. They're, oh, it's a tragedy, but it's only a tragedy for a few days, and then it's on to the next. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but it only it only sticks around for as long as it sticks around for. Yeah. Because we say something and we keep it in the media. We start doing the marches and everything like that. So Joe Rogan has people coming to his aid. Good for them. Good for him. Do I want him canceled? No. Does he need to do better? Yes. We all can do a little better. You know what I'm saying? We all can do a little better. Yeah, and still with this converse, when when all this goes down, you know, because we've talked about it before. Yeah. Like, everyone will say, oh, it's too bad he said it. But no one will ask him, like, well, why, why, why were you saying it? Yeah, what was I your mean, context yeah. of the... Was it because you Go were... Go back ta- and watch the episode. And even if it wasn't talking about that prior album, why can't, why can't it be asked, like, why, why were you saying it? Yeah. And if... It, and we both know, because we grew up in that time, and in the 90s, white guys could drop the N-word all the time and get fucked up though but like on tv they on, yeah yeah uh, like right movies stern all that shit stern stern was the king of of, of a white a white guy saying but he would never say it when a black dude was on the show other than beetlejuice yeah you know what i'm saying because if he would have had if he would have brought up like two short ice tea or any one of his black guests that used to come on and he would have said the n-word interviews over yeah interviews over you know what i'm saying he knew when and he also and he also knew that he really didn't have that black audience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Robin would just sit there because she was the house, the house nigga and would sit there and <laughs> oh, Howard, as he's saying this disrespectful, disgusting shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If if just like when Don Imus called the, the, the basketball chicks the nappy headed hoes and what happened? He got fired, yeah. but he was back on the radio three months later, still doing the same yeah. same Don Imus shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he issued an apology, but nothing changed. If Joe Rogan can make the change, then people will be, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you say the N-word because you're talking about Pryor's albums. 
And, and you said that Planet of the Apes shit, and then you issued a, a, an apology on Spotify that was like 12 minutes. But what what are you what did you learn from this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What did you learn from this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I, I, I love his podcast, man, because he has interesting conversations with interesting people. And it, and it covers a diverse uh, array of topics. And I'm one of those people where I'm one of them people in the world where all knowledge, all knowledge is good knowledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm going to continue to listen because he might have somebody on there who's discussing something that I might have heard about back in 1994, 95. And I want to understand from the person's perspective on what it is that that. That is something that I heard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, well, I, 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 like the thing with in his case is, is that he's ventured too far on the right, you know, because he's in yeah. The, he used he, to be straight down the middle. Yeah, and as a comic, you need to be, especially if you're going to do so, social commentary. I mean, you don't have to be obviously because we have plenty of those. Yeah. But to be a really good comic like that, you got to take the good with the bad exactly and even if it's fucking ugly for your side you have to accept it mm-hmm. and i mean if you listen to, that's why I, that's why i still like, like oh, fucking carlin holds up because carlin and he and he dropped the n-word on so many specials yeah no not really yes no yes there's about five or six of them bro i have most of carlin's work are you talking like the real older stuff i'm talking about he like said some shit in the shit. 90s yeah he said it in the 90s. Yeah, I'm not surprised. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty yeah. sure his one of his last words was nigga. <laughs> but Carlin, but Carlin, but see, here's the thing. Carlin made it funny. Or he or or he was being or cuz he he's got one time where he he's like it's not funny to me. He where he talks about black comics like he's like Richard Pryor and such and such and such and such and niggers because they're fucking niggers. Yeah. And that's that's straight out of Carlin's mouth. Did I lose respect for him? No. Because I know what he was trying to do, it just didn't land in the context in which he thought it would have been funny, yeah. and it just wasn't that funny. Well, and it's like they. But he was also. But he also said, "Hold on." Right. But he also said, "A white guy's not going to get up there and call them that either without getting their fucking face bashed in." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's context. Yeah, and it's, it's the way he's used. It. I mean, Louis has a whole bit about it. it, it, it niggas falling asleep on forklifts. No, I'm talking about. Uh, the whole, he actually has a, that whole great bit about the N word. Yeah, where where he talks, you know, the uh, where he uses uh, the N word and cunts. Yeah, he's talking about oh, it's like the N word. It's like you're making me say it in my head. It just say it, you yeah. fucking cunt. <laughs> so yeah, it's shit. I mean, there's people now that are, you know, they're like looking at blazing saddles and they're like. Because there's like racist yeah, guys. They're yeah. like, oh yeah, this movie's so racist. Like, no, it's actually making fun of you, dummies. And not only that, but it was also written by Richard Pryor. Yeah, and Mel so, Brooks. I mean, yeah. it's. So, so with all that shit being one of the greatest Saturday Night Live skits is also one of the most racist. And that's when Richard Pryor and fucking Chevy Chase do the job interview and they do the word association. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the greatest skits. No, that's Richard. Yeah, it's Richard Pryor. It's Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase. Yeah. Come on, man. You're no, talking- you said Eddie Murphy. No, I didn't. I think you said Eddie Murphy. Go back on the tape. All I right. said Richard Ever Pryor. I'm done, I will. I said Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase. All right. Yeah. No, I know, which, yeah, I know yeah. which bit you're talking about. The word association. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, as it progresses, it keeps yeah. getting worse. As it progresses, it keeps getting worse, and it gets to the point where uh, Chevy Chase 
goes nigger. Yeah. And he goes honky. Yeah. And then he said something, nigger, and he was like, dead honky. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's that's the genius of comedy. And And the thing is, is we as a society are not making progress by getting rid of shit. If you don't learn from your past, you cannot progress forward to make better. It's, I don't want to hear it. Let's just get rid of it because it never happened. Yeah. And that's where we're going to fail as society. Exactly. Yeah. Ask why instead of just trying to bang. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. No. Read, understand, study so you know not to make that mistake in the future as opposed to. Oh, I just don't want it in my face. It's wrong. Yeah. You know, because cause, cause black people, we still got a lot of shit in our face. And we and we say it's wrong. But society always tells us, touche and go away and shit. Forget about it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like people, people, it's always remember the Holocaust. But that was only, what, seven, eight years? A war that lasted seven, eight years? Slavery was over 400-something years in America? Like a lot of people don't even know the last slave in America was 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 released from slavery in 1947. Yeah, look it up, people. I'm not being I'm not being ignorant. I'm just talking about facts and shit that I've read in my life. Yeah, and, so, you know, and do you know the uh, when they were actually arguing whether or not to get rid, you know abolish slavery or not? One of the guys that was actually arguing against the case was half black. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. His name was Abraham Lincoln. Oh, you don't you don't believe me? No, it wasn't Abraham. Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln is a Melungeon. No, I'm not talking about Abraham. I'm talking about the guy. I know. I'm talking about <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, this is see this is this is where see uh, we're getting too deep. <laughs> we are getting too deep. But you know what though? We only get deep so that you people can understand who we are and where we come from. Because we we as two different people from two different ethnicities can sit down here and talk about race and have a racial discussion. And it's all peace and it's all love because we're looking to understand each other's cultures as opposed to dismissing each other's cultures. And that's what this is about here at the DNR podcast. So we just want y'all to know, tune in because we love y'all and and hear us talk about CRT. There you go. (laughs) Critical race theory and also, uh, you know. Yeah. No, I think you summed it up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Hey, this is a this is a great fucking fuck. Yeah, bro. All right, man. Uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah. See you next week. Peace. <laughs>